0: Welcome to the Culture and Inclusion podcast. This podcast is for you if you care about diversity, inclusion and belonging. It is for you if you want you and your workplace to become more inclusive. I am Nadege Minois and I'm passionate about cultural diversity. In this podcast, I will share my experience and knowledge to send you on your way to becoming inclusive. You will also hear from guests experts in the field and sharing their experience with cultural diversity. To make sure you don't miss an episode, hit the subscribe button now. And now, let's begin with today's episode. Welcome into this new episode of the Culture and Inclusion podcast. Today, we're going to talk about the usual categories of diversity we think about when we think diversity. I'm going to look and discuss two aspects. In this episode, I want to present my view about this subject, which will not be everyone's view. First, do we really think that diversity is important? And second, are the usual categories of diversity helpful, really? So open your ears and mind and see what you think yourself. If I raise some eyebrows, some thoughts, and emotions, then I will have achieved my goal for this episode. So first question, do we really think diversity is important? When we read this question, most of us will answer, yes, of course. But do we really? Is it really something at the forefront of our minds? In this episode, I just want to raise a few thoughts about it and let you ponder let's begin with the idea of biological diversity or biodiversity there is no denying that more diverse ecosystems are more resilient more productive and a lot healthier but what do we experience of biodiversity a lot of us think that the greenery around us is natural wild some people talk of nature when referring to human managed environments For instance, in the UK, where I live, there is basically not one square centimeter of land that hasn't been interfered with by humans. Transformed, impoverished, damaged, destroyed. Hopefully, the trend might be changing. But the point I want to make here is that most of us do not experience real, healthy biodiversity. We have become used to a biologically impoverished world. And we think it's kind of okay. So now, can we extend this to human diversity? Again, let's face it. A lot of us are not exposed regularly to a lot of diversity. Most people we interact with are likely to be pretty similar to us. Similar background, similar culture. And a lot of our interactions with diverse people may not be by choice but the result of the situation we're in. Again, is it that we do not think of diversity as an integral part of our life? Something we know is out there, but that we do not fully embrace and integrate? If we really want to do something about diversity, inclusion, living together, not just within the human species, but with all other living beings we need to keep this concept of diversity and its importance at the forefront of how we think about the world. Let me know of your thoughts. Now, let's turn our attention to the categories of diversity. So our brain is designed to put things into boxes. Every stimulus we receive from all our senses are analyzed, compared with previous experience, and put is what our brain thinks is the appropriate box. We also create new boxes to cater for new concepts and categories. When it comes to diversity, we also use boxes, concepts, for instance, race, gender, ethnicity, age, sexual orientation, and so on. This categorization helps when it comes to gather numbers about diversity and to introduce legislation against discrimination towards these categories. However, I will argue here that having these boxes is not always useful when it comes to the next steps after diversity, which are inclusion and belonging. So, most of these categories have been defined a very long time ago based upon a certain way of seeing the world, that may not need to apply today. We are still carrying with us the fact that many generations ago, people decided, for instance, that nations, religion, gender roles were defining structures of our world. In a time when nations need to come together to tackle complex challenges, where people move a lot more and where societies are a lot more diverse, these categories do not serve us well. Well, first, boxes are by definition excluding If you're in a box, you're not in another one within the same category. You are of a certain race or mixed race, a certain religion or no religion and so on. So when we keep thinking along these boxes, it is coming back to who we are in the same box and who we are not. Such thinking will not foster inclusion and belonging. So it means that these categories can in fact limit the work done in inclusion by companies. When you look at these categories in isolation, you will not reach inclusion. Some companies go on the path, for instance, doing something about gender inequality, and to look at other categories later, each having their turn, but unfortunately, Inclusion needs to be holistic, and without a holistic approach, it is much harder to build full inclusion. So, of course, these boxes have been with us all the time, are, are a big part of how we forge our identity. We have come to think of them as defining who we are. Some will be important to us, some less so. So pause for a minute and think of how you would define yourself and which boxes are important to you. How much do they define you? So it's not just a matter of getting rid of them, but it is to go beyond these boxes. We are also defined by many other things, and we do not need to put every one of us in boxes. Diversity is a strength for organizations Building an inclusive culture is building that new box in which everyone recognizes themselves and in which their own boxes, based on usual categories, belong. It is about understanding that it may not be the usual boxes that will matter, but other defining characteristics of people, such as diversity of thinking, communicating, behaving, and seeing the world. Finally, it's also a matter of putting our heads out of our own boxes. Open up and learn about other people. Let me know your thoughts. How have the usual diversity categories helped or hindered you on your journey to inclusion? Is it time to revisit them? I hope you have enjoyed, learned from this episode, and that it stirred new thoughts for you. And until next episode. If you listened to this point, it is that you probably liked what you heard. So subscribe, leave a review, share the podcast. I would be very grateful for it. Last, I want to record credit to bandsound.com for the music in this podcast. Until next time.